Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the LHP Podcast. League of Extraordinary Parents are a group of moms and dads who are so busy this summer, they didn't even have time to record this podcast. No kidding. Too much am, fun. Yes. <laughs> I'm your host, G-Man. With me, as always, and it's been a long time, but we're all back, are the other members of the League. This is J.E. Very happy to be recording again. Uh, Hoff, glad to be back. What are we doing again? <laughs> Oh, this is Fonz. We're glad to be back. This, I'm glad to be back. You're happy. Fonz. We're all happy. Fonz, it's Everything's me. It's great. Good. Okay. Outstanding. <laughs> so it's been four months since we sat down, and, and you know, wow. there's a, we can make a million excuses, but the fact of the matter is, is that we, we were parents. We had a lot of trips, and we had a lot of summer, and everybody just, we just couldn't get together, and things just got hairy for us, but here we are back after a, a nice little hiatus. We're feeling refreshed. Mm-hmm. And ready to be funny and poignant groovy. and relevant again and groovy. I'm not ready to be funny. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready? It's been right. so long. I've got so much to talk about. I've been practicing my Ooh, funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ready. Ready. <laughs> slap it. Snap, snap into it. Slap into it. Slap into it. Slap into it. Slap into a, uh, never mind. All right. He's rusty. Eject. <laughs> let's eject button. That joke. So anyway, uh, one important thing about the show is we've decided... Over the last four months, now we didn't just sit on our laurels, whatever they are. They're pointy. When I sit on them, it hurts. I don't know laurels, about you guys. the sharp. We actually were talking about retooling uh, our news and notes shows. As we know, those of you that follow us, every other episode is a movie review. And in between, we do a news and notes. We talk about just general geek stuff. And we got some feedback from some of our listeners who said, hey, you know, we love the movie reviews because we're parents and that's why we tune in. But... You guys just spend a lot of time talking about the same stuff that every other podcast talks about. Your opinions about movies, and it's not really parent-centered. And you know what? They were right. What do you guys yeah. think? Mm-hmm. You make light of that. We went into the desert for a month and a half. Yeah. Peyote is a killer. And this is the idea we came up with. <laughs> it's pretty sad. I'm like, I don't remember going to the desert. <laughs> well, you were out most of the time. Yeah. We were, like the, yeah. They were like the doors, except none of us is <laughs> as cool as Jim Morrison. I went on a serious walkabout. But, I didn't remember. You know what's pretty Native American. We we still did it. We just did it before the show, <laughs> right? And and I don't want to lose that either. That was so much. It's so much fun to talk about those things. <laughs> true. To just sit down and talk about you know movies we we've seen and yeah. this and that. that we're still going to do that. Just you're not going to hear it anymore. Yeah, it, it may come up from time to time, but we're going to try to focus our um our instead of a news and notes episode, we're going to change things. So we're going to talk a little bit right now about the new format. For the every other episode, you know, we're still going to do our movie reviews. We're going to do uh, one next next week, so we're going to get back to doing that, which I know people enjoy. But we're going to do something a little different for those interim, those in between episodes. Um, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to we'll go around the table. Everyone's going to talk about primarily what we've been doing and what challenges we have had as parents, just in general. Maybe geek related, it may not. Maybe just general parental complaining or parental ideas throwing ideas back and forth and hopefully interacting with you folks as well on this where you can maybe pose questions on our Facebook page and ask us our opinion about parenting or offer your own solutions to problems we may bring up on the show. Um, We're going to have a specific topic of the week each week, um, which is centered on a geek parent element. So it could be anything, really, uh, as you'll see from our first topic, which I'm going to save because you'll find out very soon. And if you've read the title of the episode, you know already what it is, but um, we're going to talk about a specific element, a specific thing that is geek-related and parenting-related. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the things that we did with our kids during this week, that particular week, or that two-week span since the last time we 
had an episode like that. So that's going to be our new format. Uh, we'll hopefully you'll you'll like it, and hopefully you'll give us feedback one way or another, so we can decide if we're going the right direction. You know, we've been doing this. We were not together for our second year anniversary, which happened in June. We, oh, we did not record wow. in June. Really? That's been did two years that. since we started wow. doing this. So okay, hopefully people will sooner or later years? start two years. Two years. Two years. This 43 is episodes? We, yeah, yeah, 43 episodes over yeah, two years, yeah. Reaching our age. Yeah, so we, you know, we don't quite do it every week. We're going to, you know, we try, but we're parents. We do it the best we can. But um, this, it's, it's been two years since we wow. came up with this idea and sat down and started doing it. So um, hopefully that means that people will start listening soon. We'll actually have an audience. <laughs> I know that there are a lot of you out there that do listen to us, so we appreciate it. So if keep not, sure. we'll still keep Getting together and hanging out, <laughs> doing this, doing it. It's fun. We it's like a reason it. to get together. It's true. Um, so yeah, that's and that's that's going to be our new format. So um, on that note, let's move on to our first new segment. Um, you know, we're going to go around the table. We don't have a name for this. What should we call this segment? Around the table. What's table? Round table. Round table. Round round table. Round table. That's wow. been done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, it's old. terrible. I Very feel cliche. Like that's right? been done in some we'll come form. up with a new idea. We'll call it something next time. I don't really the have the energy. It's too short. Table. We need more words. Yeah, more Geeks words. Geeks of the round table. Geeks of the round, Geeks Geeks of the round, round table. table. Yeah. I like it. All right. All right. All right. Then. There it is. We're going with it. I'm the we, name guy. Do we need to. Okay. <laughs> we get to pick night names. <laughs> no. No. We, that's we pushing it too far. Okay. All right. So let's let's just. It's been four months. So. Oh, start with Je. What's what have you guys been up to over the last four months? You know. Parenting, oh, <laughs> parenting wise, you something, know. something that we've, I've been struggling with, and and this could be a topic, but I won't make it one. I'll just be brief. Is I'm having a hell of a time uh, trying to nurture my kids' curiosity and things over the summer, like educational mm. things. Trying to teach them, look, you don't have to just stop learning when school's out. You can continue to learn throughout the summer, and it doesn't have to be a drag. It can be something. Just just taking a subject you're interested in and learning it five minutes a day, even yeah. that adds up over the course of an entire summer, you know. And 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 maybe that five minutes turns into a half hour because you get into it, right? But you never you never know, and, and you won't have that random half hour of learning if you don't do the five minutes and get into the groove, right? So that's something that's been on my mind all summer long. We tried it with Kendall by. Um, I asked her, like, if you could learn anything over the summer, what would it be? And it was Spanish. So we got a Rosetta Stone subscription for the summer. Hmm. And it's been, look, just do five minutes a day. And it's not working out as well as I had I'd hoped it would. Is it but framed so, wrong? That's what I think. always think about that. You have to do a module. You have to do a module. You can't do uh, five minutes is too short. You got to do like, yeah. modules. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer would work next time or something. Yeah, there's, there's set up. For that reason, as a oh, you're talking about Rosetta Stone. Yeah, I have I have one, and unfortunately, I'm not a really good advocate because I started it and I didn't I didn't follow through. It's German, it, isn't it? Yeah, German. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part of it's the pronunciation. <laughs> it's so evil. well when you have to okay. yell at each other all it's the time. It's so guttural. It's so. <laughs> You have to, it forces you to say things out loud and you just, you feel stupid. You know, <laughs> and you're just like, all right, I, I, I feel like, that. I I can feel like see I'm that. a moron in a room by myself. Yeah. It's, it's German. So, anyway, yeah. so it, but it's built as modules and I don't know, I think if you. Maybe yeah, maybe next time, if we do the same type of thing, maybe I'll design it that way. It's like, hey, let's get through a module a week or something instead of having. You do it together days. too. 
that might doing it together. You know, I'd love to do it too, but the way we bought it, the subscription we got was tied to a particular person, so there's not. We didn't get the the we didn't do the download. We did the online subscription, which is like oh. catered to a particular person. So it's not like we can have multiple profiles. Oh, okay. We didn't what, buy. What language twice. were you doing? She's doing Spanish. Spanish. I yeah. I think I have that one too. I have German so, and Spanish. Yeah. So we'll see. But you know, ongoing thing. I'll always be thinking about that in the summer. I always want to learn the language. If you learn anything else about how to keep your kids engaged in the summer, share it with me. I would say you just pick two phrases and be like, we always have to use these phrases. (laughs) You know what I mean? When we talk to each other, every morning we have to say good morning. I think the best way to learn is conversational. Yeah. Because that's why I haven't picked up, because I'm learning by myself, and then you learn it, and then it's gone, because you don't get to use it. I remember when we used to live, uh, Hoff and I... And uh, my wife and another oh, yeah. friend used to share a house together for a little while, and we had a Japanese uh, we had a Japanese yeah, friend, totally and I can still remember phrases that she would make me use, just really? because yeah, because I remember Nanjideska was was what time is it? And she used to teach me how to say time. So maybe it's like you always, whenever you're going to say something, pick it's, a phrase from nice maybe the Rosetta Stone module and yeah, and do it. I don't know because I find my kids. Once I said, we're going to learn. As soon as we use the word learn, it's like they equate it with uh, school's over. Yeah. Yeah. That kind yeah. of thing. So once you That's say learn. That's what I'm trying to combat, too. Yeah. I don't want them to feel that way. I'm yeah. Already, I want them to feel if they're interested in something, they can yeah. get a book and read it. And it's that's right. just the way life is. You, you don't have to have a teacher throw something at you for you to learn it. On that. Yeah. Because, you know, teachers scene. are just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's lined up like they've spent half their year. Uh, with the teacher in their face, kind of saying you're going to learn, yeah. like basically you're learning. This is what we're doing to learn. And uh, when summer's comes, I, yeah. I remember. I was like, nah. I'm already working on his uh, science fair project for next year. <laughs> awesome. I, I honestly am. And to to kind of continue on your your motive, like <laughs> not motive, um, your theme. I'm big into the the STEM because he had a, a project last year, and we. It was one of those things like classic, last minute. I got to do this. Oh, yeah. Threw it together, and it was terrible. And then I told some engineers at, at work, and they were like, oh, my God, we could have done this and this. And it would have been a spectacular. 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 Oh, I like that. It would have been a spectacular. New word. It would have been a spectacular. But maybe, maybe we, we could make this a topic sometime, too. Do those grow from the top of the cave, like, yeah, or is that the really one that comes up from the it. bottom of the cave? A spectacle. Uh, <laughs> That's a spectacular mite. <laughs> oh, a spectacular mite. I forgot. Right. Yeah, sorry. See, we're learning. We're, we're doing it right now. But um, I want to, I want to foster that STEM thing that they're doing. Yeah. And there's all kinds of like, I want to do a Raspberry Pi project. It's I want Steam, by the way. Not STEM. Well, there's Steam. There's, there's Steam includes art. Yeah, Steam adds uh, art. Ah, screw that. Science, oh, hey now. <laughs> You hate this side of the table. The teachers and artists. Yeah, science, technology, you engineering, You pointed out that I was not an artist, so. And Steam oh, adds sorry. art in there, so. Because you consider technology largely is usually considered unified art now by most schools, so. Ooh. They add the artistic element. I don't design. know what that means, unified art. Unified mean? arts. Any, any art, pro, art programs, not just art. Because they have device. When you create. You pretty. When you create. Yeah. They have gotcha. like music, technology. Classes, music classes, tech classes, art classes are all usually under a single umbrella at most schools. It is that way in our school. Really? Okay. Well, not not necessarily all of them, but they they for the department well, okay they call it unified arts because then it's they can't anything. cut it because it's part of another thing. Yeah, it's part of it. I like that. So they have one like chair and 
We have a mu- two music teachers, one tech teacher, two art teachers, like and that's our because art's the one that always gets cut. Department. And you put them all together, you can't yeah. cut it. You've cut the whole program, that's right? Yes, I like it. <laughs> good, good stuff. So is that what you wanted to talk about? You want to um, what you're working on for the science project? What are you working on anyway? Did you say what it was? I don't have a current one, but there's a ra- there's a couple of Raspberry Pi projects that I've been really looking into. And we're going to start with basic stuff. We're going to start with some robots and, you know, and then move up to a different one, non-Raspberry Pi, um, like a trebuchet type deal, because that'll work in with the scouts. I don't know what he's going to choose for his project next year, but that's the thing with the summer I want to do is try out a few things, see which one he's interested in. He really was into magnets and he learned about it, but our project display was terrible. I mean, quite honestly, I helped him with it. You need an artist. I needed an artist. I really did. <laughs> Too but bad you big, keep insulting them. The big, <laughs> you started. But the big, um, one of the biggest things at their fair was a butterfly. Um, you know, one of those those you can have at home. Butterfly oh yeah, things. yeah. And people were fascinated with it. And of course, Rachel being a butterfly fanatic, we went up. You should, up get you should up it and next year have a butterfly thing, but attach little lasers to oh, the oh, a robotic butterfly. Lasers attached to their heads. <laughs> yep. Yes. That's that would win. That would win. <laughs> just, put, just put a little laser. Just put a laser. Don't even let the butterfly fly. Just just put it on the laser. And then I'll have cats running around chasing the laser. <laughs> They're writing with the lights. The writing on the walls. Help me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I think we got a hit. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> Definitely win. But um, is this is stuff we want to do or stuff and we've what, done? No, any any is, parenting yeah. issues that have come up? It doesn't it's, have to be geek related. Just general parenting issues. Like, what? What are you? What are you struggling with this? These last couple of weeks, well, or in this that case, is, the last four months. Yeah, I mean, that time. is that is what it is. Keeping them busy, um, their minds active. We, <laughs> we went out and got a couple of kittens. Oh, I heard. Yeah, you got, yeah. You got I, two? Haven't, I haven't seen them since we got them home. So, uh, what? What do you mean? Cats? Do you have now? How do you not see them? What two have, and a half. One, hap- one that half. Comes, one that comes and goes. Like, how did you not? How do you not see the kittens? They, they hide. They're like, I, I, I can't find them. <laughs> Hence the half. He's yeah, the I'm, just, uh, I'm not having you, a lot. Of, just one left. He knows this between two and three. Right. Cats. <laughs> I'm, not right. Having, I'm not having a lot of luck with pets. So. Wow. Oh yeah, they have the dogs. Well, they're kittens and they're shy and they're they're in a new environment and I gotta wait like till they. They use the cat box. Do you have to train yes. them to do that? No, no, they just no, do it. Else. That's a crazy, huh? Yeah, I love that. So that was something that was supposed to be for the kids, and, <laughs> and now it's not. Like, where are the cats? I don't, I don't know. Uh, we have, have cats. No yeah, that was fun for a day. I remember paying the money for them. The, <laughs> of course, <laughs> somewhere in the house. So we're that's our new project is finding the learning cats. about find the cats. <laughs> where in the world are? Damn cats that we bought. <laughs> Maybe you could build a robot or something. Get that Raspberry yes, Pi and build something to find finder. the cats. You can hook to their their collars. GPS on the cats? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I like it. That's what I'm gonna do. I've been having problems with reading. I can't get I can't get my son to read. Hmm. Uh, and I even bought the great book and I told G Man about it already, about uh, uh Wrinkle in Time. My favorite book when I was Was it? We're reading when I was in elementary what school. What is this? Wrinkle in Time? It's pretty oh, old, from the '60s, maybe. I read it. Uh, I read the well. I didn't read. Wait, I listened to the audio book like as an adult a few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's Mrs. Witch, Mrs. Who, the Tesseract. So, yeah. Yeah. Charles. Yep. 
Charles M- Michael or something. Is it yeah, two names? The five year old. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I yep. know this. It's a it's a story about um well we were talking that has a little Charles bit of a, Wallace, isn't it? a little Charles bit Wallace. of a religious yeah, overtone. But it's uh it's about a, a girl and her family and the father's missing and I'm very I'm not good at synopsis, but uh, they have to try to find the father, and they yeah right. <laughs> they have to try to find the father, and they um, kind of travel through dimensions. Mm. Let's just uh, re- let's just leave it there. And yeah. uh, so I'm reading it, and I'm loving it, and I decided to get it so that we could read together. He would read, I would read, we would talk about it, and it works okay. But um, still can't find a fiction book that my son is into. He likes he likes nonfiction, which is great. That's great. And he has to read one of those and a fiction book over the summer and write about it. So that's been uh, an issue, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to work with it. What's, um, what now. nonfiction does he like a lot? Uh, he liked m- the Minecraft stories, but oh. I, can't, I can't really, for some reason, I can't read them because I well, don't get them. What kind of fiction, though? Oh, sorry, I'm saying nonfiction. What kind of nonfiction? He likes uh, biographies. He likes. Huh? Uh, he, he did a, a report on George Lucas because wonder, he read the biography. Oh, Henry did that too. Yeah. I oh, he did. Yeah. Find, I wonder if you could find a book that's in a time period that he really liked or something. Oh, well, that's a good I, idea. I remember reading um, a book called "My Brother Sam Is Dead" yeah. in elementary school, and it was about the. It took place during the Revolutionary War. Okay. I didn't like reading in elementary school yeah. at all, but I remember loving reading that book, and I read the whole thing. Because oh. I was really into the Revolutionary War, I really okay. liked that time period and everything. So oh, that's cool. Maybe something like that would help. You know, he's yeah. really like into a, a particular period. period like, or... like... Um, no, not necessarily. But he did like. I mean, he it, he talks a little bit about World War II, and he talks a little bit about you know the the uh, inventors, Da Vinci, and even that, Steve, Steve Jobs. He talks about uh, Edison, things that like that. Be, that might be your yeah. Yeah, maybe. Go to right there. It's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll try that. Maybe the, the I think if he did the same um, autobiography, which was like a kid's version mm-hmm. of, of Lucas. Yeah, with the big caricature head on yeah, the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they have a whole series. In, yeah, and I yeah I would encourage Henry to keep going on that. I'm gonna try that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. The other good thing is Luke started taking uh, steel drum lessons. <laughs> which is pretty cool. They're free down uh, just south of Providence. Oh, nice. And uh, he loves it. Go, go figure. How about you, G? What's going on? Uh, I, I, I think it's there are similar issues. Like, I, I'm home with my son all summer, so we, you know, he, he does swimming lessons and he does um, music class. But that's like, you know, swimming lesson is over now. That was just for a few weeks, and it was twice a week for half an hour. So was it really wasn't exhausting him or anything, and uh, the music class is once a week um, for one hour. So it's you know filling all of that other time has become challenging for me. Like we've, he's going into kindergarten in the fall, and I have some anxiety about that because he he's smart, he knows his letters and his numbers and his language is good. Um, you know he he's, he knows what he knows. You know Star Wars, he knows everything about Star Wars. But um, he, he's still struggling with his writing, physically writing, the way he holds his pencil, the amount of pressure he puts to actually write. He writes very light. Um, and he's not, his hand, his, uh, his, his manual dexterity, I don't think is where I would like it to be. Uh, I, kindergarten generally don't require the kids to be able to write. They, you know, but 
having been in preschool, a lot of the kids that he went to school with can write their names very clearly, and he can't, not yet. He knows the letters. He can spell it. Um, so I've we've been through basically the same kind of situation there is trying to find a way to sit down with him and work on this that's fun and engaging because he would rather me take him somewhere or he'd rather play a video game or play with his Legos, which, I mean, the Legos we are all great. Struggle the Legos that. are great too. Mm-hmm. But we got uh, from... I believe, actually, it might have been from you guys, Hoffer's birthday, a book, a Star Wars book of letters, which is like a, a coloring book that also has like letters. So it has like B, Boba Fett, and a picture of Boba Could Fett. Be. And you can, you can trace over the B, and it gives them the opportunity to practice uppercase, uppercase and lowercase letters. So I've been working through that book. I'm pretty sure that came from you guys. Um, and then he got another Sounds one right. from his family in Canada when we went up to Canada in July. So he's got that's a, a more of a visual thing where he has to identify objects and and know which is which, and it's a little more advanced for him. But um, So I've been working with that for now because he loves Star Wars so much that he, it will actually hold his attention. That's kind of, I guess that's kind of the theme of, of this segment this week is is uh, trying to keep the kids active and not just well, they're running active. through the fields, which is wonderful yeah, and yeah. important, but also engaging intellectually. The yeah. yeah, they're they're active. I mean, my kids are at the Y, and they, they swim, and they do activities, and... Activity, physical-wise, is not a problem. Actually, when I get them home, I have no problems letting them play a little bit of video because I know they've been out being very physical. You know, I can't go play outside because they've been outside all day, and I don't feel guilty letting them play some video games and reading a book or you know doing indoor stuff. So it's the mind that that where I got to take over when I pick them up. Right. How's Hunter? What's Hunter do over the summer? Hunter's in camp. For okay. The the town has an awesome camp five days a week. Oh, they do, I remember uh, you talking about that. Yeah, they, they do. They take field trips three days a week. Oh, that's so fantastic. all sorts of different places. They'll go to museums. They'll go to the beach. Yeah. They'll go to bounce. You know, bounce. He's in places. second grade. He's going to be in second. He's going to be in second. Yep. And how so he, how is he with reading and writing? And okay. Well, he's a little behind <clears> with the reading. We've been doing. Uh, but it's just he just doesn't get it. It's not from lack of effort. We've been doing the hooked on phonics oh, all okay. summer. Yep. The, the um, we're just reviewing first grade again, so that when he gets to second, he's yeah, caught up. I guess. Good. I mean, he he his grades were fine. He just wasn't at the top by any means of the right. class. So he'll get there. Yeah, it's it's. He's a math. He's much more of a math kid than yeah. They all eventually catch up. My son as well. I, that's where I, yeah, I try I don't think to. You have to worry as much. I try as to you, take comfort in the are. fact that yeah. I know that at least half of the kids in his upcoming kindergarten class have probably not ever been to preschool, right? So they don't even know. Let like they, we went through the packet. They, they give you a packet of things that you should be. He should be able to do. You know, like go to the bathroom by himself, stuff like that. But a couple of them are like things that he can't. Like he doesn't know. Like he has to know our full name, our real names. Like it can't occur to me, I'd never taught him my first name. Oh. My first name. Can't call you Batman anymore. Yeah, you're gonna have to break uh, that. Dad. Yeah, time to take the mask off. So stuff like, but you know, one of the things is hold a pencil. It doesn't say should be able to write it. Should be able to know the difference between a letter and a number. Like Logan knows all of his letters. He can count to a hundred. So I, those things I don't worry as much about. So I think he's going to be right, right there in the middle somewhere initially. I just, I'm hoping that he gets caught up with the writing quickly. Because I know that by the end of kindergarten, he's going to have to be able to read a little bit. He's going to have to be able to write his name clearly. It's a full year, so you know it's all yeah, day. Every worry day. about that when it, so, when it comes. Full it's day tough in the summer too. When when he's in school and all the other kids around him are doing it as well, mm. they'll all be pushing each other to get better at it. Yeah, I can't believe how much 
both of the kids learned their first year in school. Mm. Just they went from yeah. little kids that didn't know a, a damn thing to uh, you know Preschool's knowing old. things. It was crazy. It was, Preschool's they were actual too. people. Yeah, I honestly would, gives them good primer, skills. but it's kindergarten primer, but it's is really the like, time. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's transition. Yeah, that actually transition. It's, a, it's a good it's a good move here from our uh, roundtable or whatever the Knights of the Geek Roundtable, whatever we're going to call this segment, to our geek parent topic of the week. And this week we're going to talk about the sensation. The sensation, yeah, the app that's sweeping the nation. It is the sensation it is a that's fad. sweeping the nation. It's probably a fad, yes, but right now it's what is huge. Fad, short for. Uh, is it just fabulous? Fad? Yes. Fantastic. You fantastic. It comes from come the from? Latin fatidimus, which is uh, stop making up things. Oh. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about Pokemon Go and how that has influenced parenting and opportunities and different opinions about it. So, uh, I three of us here at the table have been playing it. Hoff has not, but he does know a fair amount about it. So. Uh, let's talk Pokemon Go. Uh, I, I was late to the table on this. I think I, who was first? Who was on it right away? I, it did had did anyone that. know? Was anyone we waiting were. for the game to come out? I didn't even did know, know until it showed up. No, know because if I was waiting for the game to come out, I would have bought stock. Yeah. And you know, yeah, 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 no it wasn't Nintendo. It was a, I learned a parent <laughs> company or a different yeah, company. Niantic. Niantic. Oh, yeah. okay. Nintendo I, stock didn't get. It did go up. But not because they own it. It went up because I thought they owned Pokemon. They have like forty percent of it, I think. But I don't know how much revenue they get from the app. But the okay. point was that people started started investing in Nintendo instead of Niantic. <laughs> Nintendo stock went up, but they were like, "We don't have a big stake in it." So then it crashed because people sold it off, and then they were buying stock in Niantic. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. So Fonz, you, I think your wife was the first one who she convinced me to play. Yeah, what, they've been playing for a while. Go ahead. What, huh? No, I mean, you're going to go, but okay, when, well, I, when I first heard of it, it was I knew Lynette was going to be the first one on because it's yeah. a natural progression from geocaching. geocaching. Yeah. So now, go ahead. Yeah, we were, we were big um, letterboxing slash geocaching um, freaks. We, we did a lot. Uh, G-Man will, will tell you, he started playing before us and we surpassed him very quickly uh, because oh, I didn't know that. we got a little obsessed. But um, yeah, she she is playing with the kids, and they are having a fantastic time. They love it, um, and it's they've they they go around to a lot of parks, which we already did go to a lot of parks, do a lot of hiking, and they now they find they find Pokemon while they do it, and they they battle with them. It's interesting because uh, you know I don't play. But uh, and I have nothing. I have no problem with it. I think it's a very cool game. I just want. I don't want my kids grabbing from my phone every fifteen minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm just like I'm, I don't want to play. But I've seen them play, and uh, I've we we started playing tennis again, and mm. we go to the parks. We play tennis, and our youngest will sit there and play Pokemon Go, and the park is full. And he of doesn't kids. wander too far. No, you don't have to. He just stays in the park and looks at Pokemon. If something pops up, he'll find it. Oh, okay. And he'll get it. But um, the park Jeez. is filled with kids on bikes, teenagers in cars, kids walking around the park. We were at um, a park in Pawtucket, and they were just literally 60 kids just walking around. And I, when I think about it, what would these kids be doing? Like they, they, They'd be home playing a video game, sitting on their couch. But instead, they're out. 
they're seeing other people, they're maybe getting a little exercise, walking. To, in the game, I don't know if you guys play a lot, but they, you have eggs and you can get them and hatch them, but they're, they're marked by kilometers. So you have to walk to hatch them. So you can get a 10-kilometer egg, you have to walk 10 kilometers to hatch that egg. So they're actually pushing the exercise thing, yeah. which I thought was really cool. And, um, and I'm uses, all for it. It uses the phone's pedometer. So you can't just... You can't drive. If you go over 20 miles an hour, it doesn't count towards the walk. So you can't just get in your car and drive 10 kilometers and be like, hey, hashtag. You have to physically... Or unless you're driving 15 miles an hour down the street. Right. But I mean, people have found ways around it. They put their phones on their turntables or tied them to their... their but like... That's ridiculous. Like, what's the point? You know, right. like, I, th- I, I, I think the community part is what surprised me the most about it is it, those of you who haven't played it, it uses your know, GPS system. So it knows the streets in your area and it creates what's called Pokestops all around. And they're usually Pokestops are generally tied to some local landmark or a park or even a business sometimes like a, the local ice cream shop down the street. Cool licks that we go to all summer is a poker stop. They're no fools, but for doing that, I yeah, think it's it, great. You can, you, if you have a business, you can solicit and ask them to give you a poker stop. And if they is that the like a gym, well, poker stop is an opportunity, a, a place you can go where you can get more poker balls because you have a, a finite amount of poker balls. So you throw mm-hmm. them at the monsters and catch them, mm-hmm. but you could run out. How many you monsters run, can a pokeball hold? Just one, one, but you, it might escape and you might miss. You Come on, you watch the show. Fl- yeah, I know. That's it. why I'm asking. Yeah, you have, when what? a monster shows up on you, Ash only had one pokeball and he kept multiple. No, yeah, but Ash he had never, multiple on his belt. Oh well, whatever. Oh yeah, but no, if you throw it, if you throw it to the right the or to the left or over it, you wait. The pokeball basically is gone. So you have to hit the monster. No, but how can he escape? Sometimes they break out of the it's ball. Strong, they don't, they don't stay in. Crappy ball. Wait, they need to They're stronger no, balls. No, they need it to happened be. in the no, show. Oh, yes. really? There it happened in the show, too. I, you have to get stronger so balls. When you get to a certain <laughs> level, you get stronger Pokeballs. What's funny about that? But the thing is, it incur- <laughs> if you run out of Pokeballs, you have to go to these Pokestops. Huff is laughing. You have to go to these Pokestops and get more. So it encourages you to find local landmarks, see things you've never seen. You have there's, to get some balls. There's fo- in the app, there's photos of the landmark and sometimes even a, dis- <laughs> still laughing. Even a description of what the landmark is, when yeah. it was created. It's, it's, it gives you a chance to see things in your community you've never seen. <laughs> Um, what are the it, things in your community that you should have seen, yeah, that you but just, you've been home? Yeah, you're just sitting around not getting out of your house. And, and the community part, like my son and I went to a, a park in, in uh, Cumberland, Rhode Island, called the um, Monastery. Yeah, And it has, it, Cumberland Monastery has the library, there's a monastery there, and there's a playground. And it had five or six Pokestops right there on the grounds. And we went, and we, were just, we went to the library, and we're playing the library. And then we started walking around to the Pokestops, and there was like 25 people. Then a busload of camp kids showed up and yeah. they were all playing and one of them would be like oh there's a Charmander and and if there's someone finds a, a Pokemon you can all catch it everybody has a chance to catch that Pokemon if there's not just one like everybody's phone you can catch that one like the 20 of you it doesn't 20 go away people once can, one right, grabs it right so you all run to that spot to try to catch the rare Pokemon and it it was amazing like everybody was like we're talking to people just randomly yeah, what about the battles you, that's those are gyms where you can go and fight Pokemon. Well, so you can battles. hold a spot, like say you get a, uh, say you get a, a a Pikachu or something like that, or something more advanced. The big one I know my kids keep talking about is they got to find a Snorlax, which I don't know if you remember from the mm. show. Is just this big giant Pokemon, and all he ever did was like just fall on things. He would uh, fall asleep on them. Yeah, yeah. So those those are hard for my kids because 
they're tough to beat and they'll hold a gym. You can't you can take over a gym if you beat the guy who's holding the gym down. If you beat the champion that's there. Yeah. So if you were playing and I were playing, you had a Snorlax, yeah. I would come in and try to beat your Snorlax. If I didn't, you, I, only your character stays and it says your name. So you're the champion of that gym. Yeah, you can leave one of your Pokemon there to defend it. Okay, so, but you now get someone comes to that gym and you're obviously not there 24-7. Right. What, what happens? It, it automatically, the computer will fight for them. Like For you. If you take over a gym, let's say you beat the gym, you've killed... So do well, you find out, it's, it's do, you, more do you get like a push notification that you just got defeated? No, your Pokemon will just return to your roster when oh, it's that's defeated. That's how you know? Yeah, that's how you know. But it's, it's, it's more complicated because gyms can level too. So you can go to yeah. a level two gym that has two monsters that you have to beat. And when you beat those two monsters, one of them is gone and there's still one. You get to beat it a second time to make it a level zero. Once the gym is level zero, then you can take over the gym. That's if it's a different color than you. There's three different teams three different colors you can choose at the beginning of the game is he still talking well let's let's not get it. into the deep part of it <laughs> yeah let's talk about it anyway uh, jay jump in jay you haven't said anything you yeah. play it you know what the, well i yeah i played it um i got it the the first day i played for for about two weeks with my son just going out but we we lost interest what's interesting is my um 13 year old daughter is out playing it all of the time she's not wow. a pokemon fan at all but and she she's loves 13. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to be. She's out. She's out. I, th- I think it's just the peer thing. All the other kids are yeah. doing it. But there are kids all over the neighborhood who are never out there in the neighborhood. You can tell where the stops are because they're all stopped on their bike looking at their phones. I think it's phenomenal. I love the fact that they're out there yeah. moving, doing stuff. I hope that this spawns a whole new realm of games. And I couldn't, I'm so happy that an augmented reality thing took off. Yeah. I remember you so, talking so to me about uh, Run, Zombies Run. Yep. Remember that? I got yeah. that game while I was running. I wish I was still running, but <laughs> but um, it was similar, right? Because oh, you would yeah, I remember you that. would run and Ch- you you were like a runner and you could hear them behind you. And certain points you had to speed up in order to get points and slow down yeah, when like you didn't that. hear them behind you. And uh, they've been trying that for a long time to try to get this kind of game going. Mm-hmm. Something had to hit. Well, let's talk a little bit about the bad things that have been happening because it's not all good. <laughs> and I know we have a lot of. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, a lot of friends online who really don't like it. A lot uh, of friends who, who don't really know too much about it, but don't like it because they keep reading the bad the, things about the it. Bad things. Um, the bad things are, are, are hilarious. Not all way. of them, but, they, of them, but, but I know but what I, you mean. I find them really funny. Some people get so angry at people looking at their, computer, you know, their, their phones yeah. and finding fake things. And it's, it's generally an older crowd. Yeah, they get so angry that they look at their phones and then post on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Well, I, I love think it's that. hilarious. That's such a great idea. Like, yeah, people that are complaining are complaining on social media yes. about a game that's being played that's essentially a social <laughs> Right, yeah. But actually gets you out to interacting with real people. Absolutely. While you're yeah. doing a virtual thing. Yeah, and then True. you get the, the <laughs> rogue articles, like some idiots that walk off a cliff because yeah. they had to go so well, many kilometers. That's like, that's the media. They want to focus on the, th- exactly. you know, people don't want to yeah. go, hey, look at how much fun everyone's having. Those right. are, you know, there were newscasts about that, but it's really more exciting to hear about the yep. guy that wandered into the road and got run over by a truck right. because he was trying to catch a Pikachu or something. I have to say, it's who's doing common. that, really? No, I've, I've seen the game common. being played and I don't see anyone who can walk up a cliff. I believe that there are idiots 
that do that. Yeah, yeah sure but they would have found some other way of being an idiot. People playing on their phones <laughs> while they're driving. It's happened that they it's died Darwin. during. No, that. that's the Darwinism <laughs> of the Pokemon Go. All right. Okay, I All think right. that's yeah. just the Darwin aspect. Well, of people who are trying to do what everyone else is doing in the you know a been, positive. You are one hundred percent right. There have been lawsuits that have been are, are either threatened or levied against Niantic because of things like that have happening. People well, falling off cliffs or a guy or, or even there like is a trespassing trespassing. Issue. The new which, thing is, which, especially in Rhode Island, we had we have the the station fire site. Yeah. And I know the big thing was that someone made that a Pokestop. Oh, really? So. It wasn't necessarily that people were going in there causing issue, like in some, and actually a place in but Fairhaven, they Mass. Like more of a sacred site, and right? And there's a fort in Fairhaven, Mass, a revolutionary fort, Fort Phoenix. Yeah, that's being um, so many people are going there because it's a Pokestop and it's a public space yeah. that they're they're actually degrade um, degrading. Is that the right word? But Desecrate. walking, eroding. walking, Desecrate. yes, eroding Desecrate. the the um, cement there. So it's chipping off, and the people who take care of it. So wait a minute, wait, hang on a minute, though. Okay, it's a public spot. It's a public uh, space. That's right. It's it's a historic site. Yep. People are now interested in it, and they're pissed because there's so many people there that they're I agree. breaking the concrete they're walking on. That's I really, agree. I mean, but you got to admit, if like vandalizing. Places, that's one thing, but if it's wear and no. tear, that shouldn't be an issue. There's no vandalizing. There's yeah. there's no record. If anyone knows of a record of of vandalizing going on, I. They have. It, it seems like this is just a peaceful game, and there's no. Yeah. But I could see like the station fire site yeah. being yeah, an I issue in New York. The um, the nine eleven um, yeah, grounds. Yeah, but people go there as tourists anyway. We no. Yeah, but people have to. They have to. They have to put a poker stop there. Is it the Did, game's just, job just to enforce that though? It. Shouldn't that just be people? Well, you have to ask. To you have to ask to put a poker stop somewhere. Do you? Yeah, so okay. Ni- Niant- Niantic, is it? Yeah. Should, should look at the spot and be I, like, I happen to nah. agree with the 9-11 site. Just, I agree. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Station People fire, shouldn't be doing it, but graveyards. Some reverence to certain should sites. Be, yeah. I mean, but if it's, it's one thing to put it up there, and then once you realize, oh, oops, sorry, I'll pull yeah, that out. Yeah, pull it back. Allow me to take the opposite position. Just Not that I disagree no, you that, should. It, that, it's rever- that there's reverence and that there needs to be respect paid. Isn't it kind of important that people are going to these places, even if they're no. not? Even if they're going, listen, let me I hear me out. Disagree. Hear All me right. out. Even if they're not going because th- they want to go there because they know what it means, but maybe they're learning what that site is. Like nine eleven happened fifteen years ago, so fifteen year olds weren't alive. Fourteen year olds weren't alive when that happened, and they may not have a whole lot of personal stake in the fact that nine eleven was a thing that we lived through. So. If this draws now, look, I, I'm playing devil's I, advocate. If this draws young people to those spots, and yeah, they're flipping their thing and they're winning their pokeballs, but maybe, just maybe, they're they're looking at what they're they visited, and they're going, all right, well, I'm here. So what is this place? I think that's true for a maybe lot they of look maybe maybe even if a I couple of kids get something out of that. And any go, of my relatives' graves being a Pokestop. Yeah, it's so I think that's a and that is perfectly a site where a lot of people died. I, 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 I hate to bring it down, but I visit, don't agree dude, with that. And a lot of people visit, but if, if, if they visit if, for that reason, but that's kind of what the point—not for a, a stupid. But see, and I'm you're not draw, against you're, you're drawing. You're, you're, you're passing judgment on the game. Like, look, I, I don't think no, that. I'm I don't not. think that. I wish that people would go there because they want to show their their respects and reverence to the, what happened on that that's spot. That's what it's for. But if this draws kids to those places and they they look around and they go. 
what happened here and they ask that question and they learn, mm. then maybe there's a, even a te- – I'm not saying it's that you're wrong, off, but maybe there's a teeny bit of redeemable value in that, <coughs> in that it's forcing kids to go to these places and go, wow, look at this. Something incredible I, I, or horrible There happened. is a couple things happening. If, if a I'm looking for a family member's that. name on the wall and there's a bunch of kids crowding it because they're looking for a, a, a Pokemon, I, I think I might get irritated. Yeah, I can. I, I don't. I, mean, dis- I, feel I don't disagree with you, and I don't, I'm not dismissing. I'm just saying it's hard enough to get kids interested yeah. in local landmarks. I just and think history. there's limits. And if uh, this, it's, a, it's just it's new. It's still places. what six weeks in, seven weeks I, in, maybe. I think there's. Um, is it about that? No seven weeks. Otherwise. Yeah, about that. So I mean, there's going to be some bugs, and I think that's going to be something that they take away. Yeah, um, and I'm fine with that. You know, and it, it's funny because I'll go back to um, geocaching and. Uh, the rule of geocaching is that when you lay down a geocache, you have to send it in for them to look at. And you're not allowed to put them in state parks. You're not allowed to no. put them. No, you can't, you can't put them in, well, state parks we maybe. Put them in state, state, parks. state parks maybe, but you can't put them in graveyards. You're not right. supposed to put them in graveyards. And that you're makes not, sense. Right. So that's something Pokemon Go maybe has to consider. That's that, all I'm saying. Well, they they, I they do it themselves. They do put them in historic graveyards, but I haven't. I don't know if there's are there any in like in graveyards? the graveyard or outside. Well, it's it's like it's actually a range. It's near so there. It's a fairly large range. You don't yeah, have to that's walk. Fine. Yeah, I'm just saying not in like right on inside. a grave. No, nothing specific. But no. I think you know I mean, since it's, it's a range, people a end up being in that area, thing, so it can't be yeah, exact. Just you don't have to right. stand on a specific grave to get it. You have to be. I got one more thing to say about it before I know this. So what do you think, um, now one of the things that bothers me a little bit and might bother a lot more people is that this is yet another piece of screen time where they have to use um, yeah. a screen that they're looking at instead of actually actually finding something yeah. else to do. You know, I always complain that kids, uh, my kids especially, and I'm sure everyone else can agree, it's hard for them to be bored now. It's difficult, it's like this, there's a, there's a kind of a, a benefit to learning how to be bored and mm. getting away from Sounds the screen. Sounds familiar. Sounds uh, like a certain ride back from the Boston Museum of Science. Apps, that's it recently. all the time. And your son was sitting in the back and he was bored and you were like, just be bored. Yeah. Quiet. Look around, right? Look so out the window like we used another to. Another thing to look at your screen, even though they are walking out, walking around, looking at different places, um, desecrating graves and knocking down <laughs> concrete. I'm, not, no, right, let me, let me I'm just, kidding. It's, ju- it's a joke. You know that I, know, I don't advocate joke. for that I know, stuff. I know, just I know. My li- our listeners, I'm not saying they should be digging graves and knocking <laughs> crap down in historic sites. I'm right. And they're not doing it on per- Like, they're not yeah. going kicking down some, a no, gravestone no, 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 to no, find no. a Pikachu. Yeah. No, I, they're, I, they're just, I'm they're not, just there. Yeah, I'm not even coming down on the users themselves. I'm saying just, you know, the, the makers don't put them right. there. Right, right. Gotcha. Problem solved. Yeah, I understand. So, what about the screen time thing? How do you guys feel about another thing? That's right. a, I, I have a this coming as a, speaking as an educator, as a teacher who deals with screen time yeah. every day of my job, trying to get kids to stop looking at their screens. I think what we as a culture have to stop doing is stop trying to take them away. That's where we are now. Culture has gone in that direction. It's not going to change. It's going gonna, it's gonna to become a bigger – it's not a problem unless you see it that way. And it's, it's us not growing with technology. Kids today grow up with screens. It's not going to change. If you try to take it away from your kids and say, my kids are never going to have phones until they're whatever, it's only going to hurt them because socially and, um, and not just socially within their schools but socially in this, in this world – 
everybody has them. And taking that away is going to put them behind the eight ball because they're not going to have access to those good things that technology brings. People said it about TV. Mm-hmm. They said it about radio. Every new technology and means of communication has come under fire from the previous generation. We are in a place now where technology and screens are a big deal, and they're not going to change. We have to learn as educators, we have to learn how to incorporate them more productively in our classrooms. As parents, we have to learn how to teach our kids to use them um, productively in their lives. So I think personally that this this program, this game, is a good balance of screen time and getting the hell out of your house. Yeah. Like we've talked about. Now there are, that said, there are ways you can hack it. My one of my family members showed me a way that he can sit on his couch and the, the, the game thinks he's in Boston catching Great. Pokemon. Great. You oh, must wow. be having a ball right. with that. So like, but, that <laughs> but, but from what I've seen and what we've brought up already, there are tons of kids out there in the sun, in the outside. Truly are. Going to places they've never been and, and talking to people they never would have talked to. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't like the fact that I'm addicted to my phone. My son loves screens and stuff. But this is where we are. And it, unless there's a giant bomb that knocks out all t- technology on this planet, we're, it's EMP. just going to continue to develop. Yeah, an EMP. It's going to continue to develop. It's not going to change. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not quite as worried about the, the screens as I am, just the overload of information and, uh, and choice. I think that's gonna, going, to be a, it's going to be a skill that we're going to have to teach our kids. How do you deal with the fact that the you have thousands of hours worth of things to consume in a 24-hour day. How do you pick and choose what okay. to let in yeah. and what to yeah. let go away, right? Like when we were kids, we could we could turn the TV on and watch like one quarter of the TV shows on TV at that time, right? right? Like it, we, there wasn't like the... But now between cable and Netflix and streaming on the internet and yeah. Twitch and whatever, there's... They could fill up every single minute of their day with True. the stuff yeah. they want to, right? Yeah, so I think it's, it's impossible. I think it's 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 about us teaching the kids. Look, you have you have time where, and obviously this will the proportions will change as they get older. But there's times you need to be productive, right? There's times for entertainment, and you need to have some time just to sit and reflect and be bored sometimes. Yeah. You, you need to force that to happen because it's not going to happen if you don't let it. Right. Maybe. It's almost impossible. And, and, and we, need to learn the, we need to yeah. learn the same thing because uh, yes, we have right. the same problem, all of us, I'm sure. Where Maybe you know, we, we aren't teaching them. Maybe they're going to teach us. Maybe. It's Maybe. possible. Because they're going to they're gonna know. They're growing up with this. They're going to know how to do that. They're going to know how to filter what they need and what they want. We as parents can continue to guide them as educators, those of us that are in the education business, will continue to guide them. But ultimately, like when we were kids, we're going to know more about the world as it is now than our parents did. And I think our kids are going to surprise us by learning. We feel overwhelmed by a lot of this. I, I, sometimes I do because I want to watch everything. Like trying to find the time to do everything I want to do interactively but I think my son, when he becomes a teenager, he becomes older, he's going to be able to do it effortlessly. Hmm. You know? And then there'll be something that he, the generation following his that is going to confound him the way this is beginning to confound us. I, 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 just, I think we, we are at a place now in our lives where we are starting to become less relevant. <laughs> and well, every parent. Eventually. Yeah, like, well, that's kind of how it, it's supposed to happen. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. That's why we pr- make pr- progress because we we back off and we let the next generation decide how the world should should be. Mm-hmm. And right. it, for better or for worse, that's the way it will go. 
But anyway, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm. No, I, I just want to say, um, I, you know, there's a lot we can we can uh, talk about too. I know we're running out of time. Uh, I don't know where we are at this, but um, I would love to to ask both Je and G Man. Hoff, you can pound sand. No, I'd like to ask the two of you since Je is a coder, and uh, wow, that's pretty good. Um, and and G Man, you're a teacher or an educator. Um, a little bit of both. That uh, do you feel that uh, that there is another? And this you can answer this, or you don't have to answer this. Do you feel like there are now you see different avenues? We talked about a game like this finally coming out and 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 working well. Do you feel like there's there's use in the classroom, or do you see an, another avenue that that can be used for that of aug- augmented reality type? Oh stuff? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if if there is, just let us know what you think. But I wanted yeah. to just before you go in on that. Uh, Michael Travers, one of our fans on Facebook here, said, I, I found um, it, Pokemon Go, to be a great way to spend time with my 10-year-old daughter. Kids still see it as screen time, but if you are out being active and talking between game activity, then I see it's a good thing. Yeah. It also adds a little something to downtime. I've got to say it's better than another game of I Spy. <laughs> totally agree with that. <laughs> I think I have two rounds of I Spy, I'm good. For sure. Yeah. But go ahead with that question. I think there's, there's, there's definitely a lot that can be done with augmented reality. Just imagine if you had a HUD all day, right? Things yep. that you could be reminded of or keep status on that you couldn't before or information you could get, contextual information to where you actually are in oh the world God. that you wouldn't necessarily a have memory? before. Imagine walking down the grocery store and seeing all of the sales, you know, right as you're walking down the grocery store. Right. Not even seeing the sales, but seeing how much you have in... Uh, how much you have in your fridge right now. Right, and what Not you need. Not just looking on a phone and scrolling for it, but actually having it appear in your vision right along where you're looking. That's one thing. But I think the greater opportunity is in virtual reality. Being able to uh, transport kids to another time, to learn about mm-hmm. the, the Romans by visiting While the While you're actually in the you know? Colosseum yeah. seeing Ooh. battles in it. Or... By learning math concepts, by actually like working out physical equations. Like... like simulating a car crash and seeing it happen and changing the variables and what would happen if there was no gravity and this kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. right? All that can happen with virtual reality. It would be a lot harder to do with, with, uh, with augmented reality. I don't know. Like, what if you took a field trip to an old fort and you, the augmented reality showed yeah. the battle happening totally. while you're standing there looking That's at awesome. the fort? Yeah. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, like overlaid on top These of two the things, physically absolutely the fort. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. The two things are going to merge and I think the uh, you know there's, there's going to be situations where context adds to the experience. Absolutely, and I think that's when yeah. the augmented reality will start. Like working. like looking looking at your your neighborhood, walking through your neighborhood, but it, seeing what it looked like yeah. in mm. 150 years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like uh, go, I'm always maps. fascinated by those yeah. books that show your town. Like yeah, I'll tell you what I'm the most excited for of anything else. I can't wait for the sports that start showing up. With augmented reality. <laughs> oh, right? oh, sure, like, sure. I just can't wait. I can't wait to see what gets streamed up. Like, imagine the different types of games you could play, like a oh. tennis game, but all of a sudden you're 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 bouncing things off the ceiling and the wall. No gravity takes effect, right? Right. It's like pong, but but different, yeah. right? Okay, but yeah. It, and and I can't wait for that kind of stuff to come out. It's gonna be pretty cool. Well, I think it's uh, it, it, it's pretty interesting. It's uh, it, the the Pokemon Go. Uh, game 
is I, I just it's it's just the start. I think it's what both of you guys are saying. It's a phenomenon, and it I, really I think it, it's really great, and it, it's going to be only more and more fun to see what happens with it. And uh, um, just in a general sense, I think this is a this is a great conversation, and um, totally. I'm looking forward. And, and anybody out there who's listening to this, uh, please feel free write whatever you guys want us to discuss, uh, either on Facebook or or Twitter. We'd love your ideas on what we can discuss, and I think this was a good addition to, to what we usually do. Um, G, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. If you, if you have thoughts about what you want us to talk about on any given week, let us know what, what questions or geek-related parenting stuff you want to talk about. We probably could revisit the concept of screens. We talked a little bit about it, but I think we could go a lot further and talk about specifics with that. And you know, We could talk about specific video games uh, and or specific films and stuff like that. So that's kind of the idea, but... Strictly from a parental standpoint. Now, on that note, let's move into our last new segment, which is what did you do with your kids since we last sat down? There's been so much time, so let's try to keep this brief because we are rapidly approaching the hour mark on this podcast. We want to keep it a little succinct for our listeners so they can listen to it and hear it within a nice bite-sized amount of time. But what have you guys been uh, – pick a thing you've been doing, a movie you saw or movies you've seen, video games you're playing, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? What have you done? Since May, no, go ahead. Really? Yeah, no, I've been doing a lot of like uh, we've been doing a lot of hiking. Um, I, we already talked about Pokemon Go. We we uh, been uh, doing a lot of geocaching. A couple camps. We went up to New Hampshire with uh, with some uh, great friends, Hoff and Gmen's one and our two, and uh, then we went to uh, went to the Cape. Got a lot of uh, the kids are getting great with the water now, so there's a lot of body surfing, a lot of fun stuff there. Um, and that's it, because Scout's starting up again. Uh, my, my oldest son is at Scout Camp. And that's really, that's really it for, for the DuPonte family here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't been up to, uh, we've been up to a ton, but uh, I don't, not much of it is geek-related. But we went to the drive-in. That was cool. I went to Suicide Squad with Kendall, which was neat. She's getting an age where we can go to rated R movies and stuff. Well, that was PG-13, but yeah. we can go to movies as long as they're not you know, borderline NC-17. <laughs> and um, yeah, a lot of most of the other stuff we talked about. So, uh, pretty much the same thing. We've we've been just obviously fair amount of movies. We you know uh, same thing. We saw Star Trek and right. Yep. Took both Sorry. kids. It, it's not like for a six year old, but she sat through it. It's not terrible. Um, we, we've you know like they've been in camp. It's summer stuff. Like we go to the Cape. We have not got her riding her bike yet. Now that I think of it. Which was one of the things I think I promised back in oh, May. Big goal. <laughs> so I got a, I got a month to go on that. Drop the ball on that one. Yeah. No, I, I just have to work with her. Mm. Not too much else. I've seen every kids movie with my son this summer. You know. Can you remind me what they were? Secret I know Life of seen Pets, them. Zootopia. Yep, we saw that. BFG, uh, Defining Dory. Yep. Ooh, BFG. All so we BFG. Saw, I liked um, BFG. He, See, that's one of those yeah. ones my son read and we saw the movie and they were yes. both great. Logan, my son read it too. He loved Logan it. really liked Secret Life of Pets. He, he That was the one he sat still through. Um, I liked Zootopia more than he did. I think we talked about Zootopia. Yeah, we, we talked we about Zootopia. But uh, Secret Life Pets was a good one for him. And uh, one thing that J.E. and I are playing that we've just recently picked oh, up video was, games. was No Man's Sky, um, which is a new game for the PlayStation and PC. And it's it's like described as like Minecraft in space where there's something like 13 quintillion planets in this particular universe. And the goal is to explore and upgrade your ship and gun and you can catalog new species and planets. You can name systems and planets and species and plant life. And 
uh, learning culture, new cultures, alien cultures, and and building upgrades for you. It's it's huge. It's a massive game. My son really loves watching me play it. We've been doing it together. He it's complicated for him. He's learning. He's been doing a lot of Minecraft. He's yeah, getting amazing for a five year old. He's really day. crazily good at Minecraft. He's building houses and stuff now. Um, he oh. knows things that I have no idea what he's Our doing. Our kids are building theme parks. Yeah, it's like crazy. Oh, yeah. it's nuts. So that's that's basically he and I. But when we do outside things, it's been very very hot this summer. Uh, a lot of days where they tell you don't be outside for too long, so you have to find something indoors. Yeah, the heck to do. with that. I love it. Yeah, I, it's it's a little too much. My son gets he gets overwhelmed when the heat is too much for him. He's still little, so you know we have to use our outdoor time sparingly on days like that. So it's like we go to movies and it's a nice break, air conditioned break from an outdoor day. So, but we've done plenty of outside stuff anyway. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. We kind of rushed through that last segment, you know, because it's been a bit of a long episode. We've been away a while but hopefully this won't happen again so unless anyone else has anything else to say um we're gonna call it a day so thanks for listening to the lxp podcast episode 43 uh you can find us on twitter uh at lxp online uh, facebook the league of extraordinary parents we're also on instagram leave extraordinary parents website lxponline.com uh you can email us online lx Online LXP at gmail.com. It's go. been a while. Uh, and uh, yeah, so post, tweet, email us, whatever, if you have questions or comments. Uh, we thank you for listening. This is G Man saying goodbye. Vaughn saying bye. It's good to be back. Doc, see you later. G, later. Uh, our next episode will be a review of the 1981 film uh, Time Bandits by the amazing and incredibly strange Terry uh, Gilliam directing. So that's something to look forward to. Until then, I uh, want to wish you all a great summer and may all your Pokeballs be